Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck to say, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop with one hand. And pack the trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome to Five on the Floor live here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick on Five Reasons Sports. We've got Sean Rochester. You can follow him at S. Rochester NBA. We've got Brady Hawk. Brady Hawk 305. Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. This will end up on the podcast feeds. Of course, we are on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, as well as here, of course. So you can find us just about anywhere. So make sure you subscribe in all of those places. We'll tell you about our sponsors in a second. The Miami Heat do beat the Phoenix Suns to close out their road trip at 21-19 and with the Brooklyn Nets now coming in here on Sunday, the absolutely scorching Brooklyn Nets. So you needed to get a win here just to make sure you're over 500 at the halfway point, okay, because that would have been embarrassing If you were not, we will get into the specifics tonight. To me, this was about one player tonight. That's what we're going to focus on the most. In fact, the trip to me was mostly about one player, even if others were big contributors. We do want to mention Prize Picks. That's our sponsor across the Five Reasons Sports Network. Use that code 5, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. Just do it after the show. Just put the money down. We got so many people like signing up and not depositing. You do realize you need to spend money to make money, right? They're going to give you free money, but you got to actually deposit it. So there are not a lot of rollovers at prize picks. There are no rollovers at prize picks, and it's legal in the state of Florida and in most other places across this great country where there was great dysfunction in the House of Representatives tonight. So check it out. Use that code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. And no thanks to Jimmy Butler for not getting over the 20 and a half tonight. He finished at 20. You couldn't get a late free throw there or something like that. But we're getting the comments in from our producer, Manny Chang, and they're depot, 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 depot. And, and that's the thing. Well, one person saying Brady, my hero. So there you go. Uh, he's all of our heroes. But this trip to me, if we remember this trip at all, other than complete embarrassment in Los Angeles against the Lakers, Uh, What we will remember is that this was where Victor Oladipo put his stamp on this team for this year. And and I do think in a lot of ways, this could change the equation going forward because this is what we were waiting for. This is what they talked about prior to training camp, prior to the training camp setback to the other knee or the other leg. And he is dynamic right now. He's dynamic. He's dynamic with his burst. We, We always talk about the defense. But him taking, I don't know if I love the tough fallaways there at the end of the game, but he made a lot of those in Indiana. Uh, and so that's his game. I mean, that's the way that he plays. And you're going to have to live with some of that. But look, Bam was tremendous throughout the whole trip. Uh, Tyler didn't play tonight, but had his ups and downs throughout the trip, including, of course, the winner against uh, Utah. 
Uh, Jimmy had moments. I thought Jimmy made a big defensive play tonight. But this trip was Victor Oladipo, right, Greg? I mean, as we look forward, like, and this may change some of what they do going up to the trade deadline by having this kind of player that is going to close every single game. And in fact, is probably going to play the fourth quarter, entire fourth quarter of every single game. The defense and the the energy, the they've needed that. They needed a shot in the arm for a really long time. This trip, he averaged 19 a game. Um, on the, what was it, a five-game trip, he go three and two. Uh, you're right. Like, the only thing we will remember is Oladipo, likely, because there was some pain points along the way. But here they are, nine and four in their last 13. I keep harping on that. Um, and go heading home and relatively healthy. I don't know. Is there reason for optimism? Am I crazy to do that right now? I don't think so. I think that it actually – um, is pretty encouraging that Oladipo can look this good. Um, and I, I'm interested actually to see him and Hero more and more. Like that's just something that I I, uh, I can't help but mention. I know Hero didn't play tonight because that I just think that that's a key to this whole thing. And, and I'll take the trip. I'm an optimist today. Well, you weren't an optimist the other day. People are quoting the but still that I, I think you and I, uh, we said about 13 times on the last podcast. Um, Obviously, people are also posting now the comments uh, that don't include a certain uh, point guard in in uh, you know in, in what we're talking about going forward. We'll get into that. Post that comment again, Manny. I do like to read the super chats. What Lowry's doing is borderline embarrassing. That's a quote from Jason. That's not from me. Um, but if we're to look at the other side of this trip, before we get back to Depot here with Brady, uh, if we're to look at the other side of this trip. It's that Kyle Lowry did not distinguish himself in a single game. And you keep waiting for there to be one where it's like, okay, the Kyle that we have seen at times during his heat tenure is there. It's not happening right now. You cannot have polar opposite trips more so than what you had with Oladipo and Lowry. Like there is a net definite shift that is happening here. And I think it'll be more apparent when Tyler's in there with Oladipo as Greg's talking about, but let's get to the Oladipo stuff, Brady. Um, We focus so much on the defense and the ball and, and the attacking. And, and again, the explosion. But but the biggest thing that I saw tonight was like he wants those shots now. Like he's feeling himself now. Like this is we're, again, we, he looks like Indiana Oladipo for stretches. Yeah, and I think to your point, we've seen the burst, like you mentioned on this stretch. Like we've seen it on this trip generally. But what we saw tonight was he was combining the fact that he was utilizing the burst and actually getting to the line. Like the fact that you match. Uh, field goal attempts with free throw attempts on a night where you put up 10 field, like, field goals is like a very positive thing. Uh, he's getting to the rim a ton, which I know we, we were talking in the preseason before he kind of had that setback where like he's not really getting to the rim at the same level. Like we don't really have this, these same type of expectations. Now it's like he's just getting there at will. Like if he gets down that right slot and the, the strong side help is just not cutting the tag, like if they're staying on a shooter – which is probably the most intriguing thing about this this kind of dynamic because if this team is just like a part of what they were as a shooting team, like <laughs> that makes this whole offensive dynamic around Victor Oladipo so much more difficult because you can't help off. And now Oladipo is able to get kind of better finishes around the rim because there's less people co- kind of collapsing. Uh, so there's so many different realms of this, but he definitely looks more comfortable. There was, I, I know on the ESPN broadcast, they mentioned early in the game, which he definitely was. It was like two threes early in the game. He passed up and then he took one 
And then from there, you just kind of got in a rhythm and it just, you could kind of see it. Uh, and it's, we always talk about, there's certain players that like, if they start getting stops, they start playing a better on like kind of offensively and it works into that. He's like the opposite. When, when he gets a couple buckets, like the defense turns up even more. Like you watch him out there and the stuff he was able to do, we, we say it nightly. So it's not really anything like out of the blue for him, but it's just more of the fact that they put him in so many different schemes where it's like he's switching and he's doing this stuff where he's helping and switching. Then Deadman comes in for the longest six minutes of your life in the first half. And, <laughs> and he has to fight over and under screens and drop the entire time. Uh, and then they go into the fourth quarter where he's in zone and he's playing at the top of David Highsmith. And I thought he had a really good stretch there as well. So they're just utilizing him so many different ways that we're used to because it was so like honed in on one thing previously where now they're kind of utilizing him in different ways. So to Greg's point too, I think seeing him next to Tyler continually is kind of be the big thing because he's looked better, I guess, next to him over this trip. Sean, I, one of the things about Oladipo uh, that stuck out to me tonight is usually at the end of these games, I'm thinking, all right, just get the ball to Jimmy. Like, just get the ball to Jimmy and let him settle this thing down and get to the line. But the ball really wasn't in Jimmy's hands that much. Or, or when he had it, he was giving it up pretty quickly and it was swinging its way back, back to Vic, which makes it seem like they have potentially, with Bam's fourth quarter numbers this year, that they could potentially have four closers on the court at the same time. And no, I'm not including the point guard. Um, I'm including the other four guys right now. Like they, that's what it felt like. It was like, okay, well, they don't really need it to get a Jimmy, even though I wanted that extra point for prize picks. Yeah. I think Vic tonight was just more decisive. It seemed like, you know, and uh, you saw the burst in the, in the, in the transition and off of steals and things like that, but just him being decisive. And it, it kind of bothers me sometimes when he decides to just pound the ball onto the floor, but tonight that's why you want the ball in his hands. He got the ball downhill, got to the paint, got his own shot or created for other people and, uh, and good things happen. You know, we have an offense that struggles at time, but Victor looked really good in that situation tonight. All right, um, we are going to discuss the Deadman minutes a little bit later. You know what, Brady? I think what we're going to do from now on is we're going to discuss Deadman for as long as Spolster leaves him on the court. So could, could, we, could we go through it tonight? How many minutes was it tonight? What was the... There's no way we were talking about it for 10 minutes. It, it, it was 10 minutes. It was yeah. 10 minutes tonight. What was he? Minus what? Uh, minus nine. In a game that they won by... Eight. Eight. They need a backup big so bad. Yeah, they do. Um, <laughs> the look on Sean's face. I mean, I they, just, they, this is what I've been saying. What else do you do? Like, I just feel like as Spolstra looking down the bench, like what other option does he have? And I know Orlando Robinson, but like, did anybody like, is, is there any reason why he didn't play? Like, what is the deal? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I well, is, is it does it have anything to do with the the service time stuff, Greg? I'm under the impression that if you are active, that that should be a game counted towards um, you know, the limit that a two way player can play. Uh, Sean has has started to approach this rule with due diligence to try to get clarity, and I am as well. But that's. I, I think that that is the case. And wasn't Orlando Robinson dressed tonight? I think he was, in which case it counts, right? That's that's where I'm heading right now. So that I, I, that's a little contradictory to, to, to how you think you'd utilize uh, a player like that for the full amount of time. So uh, it is a little interesting, but, you know, maybe 
hey, Ethan, are they showcasing Dwayne Deadman? Is that what's taking place well, actually, now? Here's the thing. You don't want to do that right now. Like, you don't, right? Like, it's not, like, I mean, if you have, like, you know, a beat-up Volkswagen Jetta, you know, that's been sideswiped, that has no brake sensors, uh, right, that needs that a new engine. mechanic. Right. I mean, you, right. You, you, you take it to a mechanic and you put it in the back. Like, you don't put it, like on the showroom floor like that's not what you do i don't really understand that um so i i don't get i don't know i i, I don't get why they would be showcasing him i mean i i feel like there is a it's, a, it's a good I'll, idea I'll try to get more clarity on why okay and we'll, we'll get to the super chat comments in a, in a second <laughs> showcasing deadman is like letting herschel walker speak prior to the election that that's a pretty good comment that comes so we will get to more of the super chat but I don't think they're showcasing him. That doesn't make any sense. I, I think this is more, and again, I'll try to get clarity on it. It's more about respect for the veteran, which is what they always do. And at this point, though, you got to have respect for your program. Like we, we really haven't had a situation in a while where one player stood out like a sore thumb, like he has stood out over the past couple of months, right? I mean, with the exception of a game or two. And with all credit to the work that he did prior to that, it's just not it's not happening right now. So I they have to make some kind of a change there. They do. And and I'm I'm you know, usually with the fans are like screaming. If I'm at the point where I'm like, what's Whiteside up to? Uh it's hit a pretty it's hit it's hit critical mass at this point. Are we are gonna get some more of the comments? I'm not really at that point, but I'm I'm sort of don't take that idea, heat front office. No, Spo will quit on the spot. All right, let's get to a sponsor here, and then we're going to go forward. Uh, InsuranceByLynette.com, A Aggressive Insurance. Lynette may be here with us on the show. I don't know. Sometimes she pops in here on the comments. Reach out to her, 954. Look at her smiling at you. She wants to help you get car insurance, life insurance, everything else. 954-581-8800, 954-581-8800. If you've got a bad driving record, well, first thing, you should try to fix that. But if not, she can still get you insurance. So reach out to insurancebylanette.com. And, of course, a huge Miami Heat fan who's often here in the comments. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Uh, do we have a couple more comments we want to put up? Let's get to a couple super chats. We'll let this direct us. Uh, Eternal, he's the depot guy. What a great, great birthday present. I'm bummed about having COVID. We apologize for that, but I'm glad I'm glad depot had the resurgence that I said he would. That's right. This isn't I told you so we're okay with. Love you all. Let's get Bomba and Vanderbilt and get a ring. Okay, well, I mean, he's I'm not a good one. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, this seems like a lot of money on the Super Chat, but I don't think it really is. But we appreciate it, Michael. Anyway, the analog for this Miami Heat team is Kampachi from Bleach. Is that a reference anybody else here gets? I don't know. Ola offense. Ola Depot was awesome. Also, suppose playing three guards more frequently. I do want to do a deep dive on the three guards stuff as we go forward because they're going to have to do more of that because the whole damn roster is guards. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Not the Jerry Lewis. Does the emergence of Tyler and Oladipo's ball handlers, playmakers make Lowry expendable as a trade asset? Let's get into that. Mm, that's fun. Well, there, there's two parts to this. There's does it make him expendable as a trade asset as a player the Miami Heat would trade? And I had someone who's pretty close to the organization who has an affinity for Kyle Lowry, who says he's afraid the Heat are going to shop him. So I don't know that the Heat are shopping him. Of course, there's... The Heat talk with everybody about everybody. So this whole idea of shopping is kind of silly. But um, there's the issue of whether the Heat would trade him. Then there's also the issue of what team would actually want to take on that contract that has another year on it after this one. Um, Sean, would you – let's let's just say you could trade him, okay? Let's say you could upgrade the front court. You could trade him. You might have to deal a pick, okay, at this point. Um, would you trust the guards that are there if you don't have the natural pure point guard that we were touting that everybody wanted them to sign? Are you comfortable with a combination of because you're going back to what you were before, except you've added Oladipo. So you got you got Butler, you got Bam, you got Hero, you got Oladipo, you got Vincent. Yeah, I mean, I think that that pure point guard that we all desired for so long. I think in this offensive system, you don't really need it because you have so many guys that can initiate the offense, whether it's Bam, Jimmy, uh, Vic, Tyler, et cetera, et cetera. You don't really need that Kyle Lowry, settle it down, get it to the left slot, and now let's run our offense. That just doesn't – it almost doesn't exist in modern NBA anymore. So, um, I, you know, if you can find a trade option, I, I think you explore it. I got to – you got to be careful here. I'm like a mile down the street from Villanova and I work in North Philly. So I don't need to, I don't want to get my car jacked or anything like that. Talking bad about Lowry, but I'll let you guys take it from there. Well, that's a cop out. Um, but, I, <laughs> but, but I, I, I understand though. It's Philadelphia. I mean, Brady, do you, do you feel comfortable with the ball handlers on hand? Yeah. It's not only, I, I know the, the part of that comment was about like playmaking and passing. It's not only that, but I think it's also the fact that they have so many high usage guys where you look at the fact it's not just Oladipo and Tyler, but it's the fact that every possession, probably for 70% of the possessions, going to be in the hands of, of Bam or Jimmy, especially tonight when you're not looking, when you're looking at a game without Tyler. It was like a totally different offense being run tonight. So it's like 
you have two hubs that are just basically getting it in that mid post every time where you like to Sean's point, you don't need a true point guard. You're not running anything through point guard type sets. You're running everything off the ball through Bam or Jimmy. So uh, in terms of needs, I don't think you need it. And I think what you're seeing in generally is the fact that they're using Kyle as an off ball player anyways, recently, and specifically since Depot's come back and specifically since Depot's kind of surged and the and Depot's usage has kind of really skyrocketed. Uh, they're putting Kyle off the ball in this way. And then when you have games, and I think this is kind of the main issue here is like when you keep having these games where you're one for eight from three, like then it's just kind of a sore thumb even more because if he's shooting like 50 to 40% from three and, and kind of over a five game trip like this, then you're like, okay, they at least found a role for him where uh, if he's not having it going, they could put him off the ball. They could find different slots for him. That's not really the case right now. So it's like, it's just tough. And the, and I said that before on, on kind of that other podcast we did and we talked about the closing stuff. Like I said at that time, I thought Oladipo was the fourth closer. Like it just feels like even if you forget this offensive stuff, like what, just what he just does simply on the defensive end, the point of attack is more important than anything else because you literally look uh, and I think it also should be mentioned because I know we didn't do a post game show after the Lakers game. I don't think that was his best defensive game because Mm -hmm. Uh, like Tyler's going to get picked on. Kyle's going to get picked on after a game where you talk about point of attack, but that game was everybody like from, from Depot to bam to everybody. But for most of the time, Depot is going to be a lead at the point of attack. Like he was tonight, like he was probably four out of five games in this trip. So that is more important probably than anything we could see offensively from him. He's a closer. And that's why what kind of really, I guess, sets him apart from Kyle at this stage uh, in terms of closing. All right, let's uh, let's get to one more sponsor here, and then we'll get some more comments. We do want to mention ODMPSI.com. That's ODM Performance Solutions. Go to ODMPSI.com. There you can find anybody or anything for your business, okay? So reach out to them from the, the C-level suite all the way down. They will find the right people for you. They got call centers there as well. You can see that they're based right there in Pembroke Pines right here in the West Broward area, they also service Dade County as well as Broward. Reach out to them at odmpsi.com, ODM Performance Solutions. Performance solution of the game. Um, well, we could do the Deadman minutes, uh, but we're not going to do that. So let, let, let's get let's get into this here uh, be, before we go. You mentioned the shooting, uh, Brady. And, and I just, again, what was the number tonight? What do they shoot from three? Uh, 32%. Okay. I mean, like, we're at the point where 32% is good for them, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, how? <laughs> all, and one of those was an Oladipo half-court chuck as well, so. Right. We so could, I, we could I, be I, close to 30. high 30s consistently. Like, this is the thing. Like, what? I, do they have even the personnel to do it anymore? If Duncan's not playing, if they're just playing Struess, if Depot's going to be taking more threes... Right. I mean, they need a rugged big and they need a shooter. Like, I think, I think you're identifying exactly kind of. Can they get the same guy? Can they get, can they get that in the same guy? Um, maybe Marcus Morris. He's the 38, 39% career three point shooter. Mm -hmm. Kind of rugged. I don't know. Well, Jay Crowder was bad for them during that postseason run, right? Like, that's kind of what they became. Bogdanovich is the shooter part. He's not the rugged part, but he's extreme on the shooting end. Tory Craig was two of three from from three tonight. Just want to throw that out there. I know, I know. I look. He looks like a player to me for sure. Um, he wasn't boxed out a couple times by Kyle, which didn't help. And this comes in from insurance by Lynette, our friend. I think I know who she's referring to. He points better than he shoots. Um, 
I'm going to send that one to Sean. But Sean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this: If you could have one, the rugged. If you can't get him in the same guy, you could have a rugged power forward, or you could have a guy who's going to get you seven or eight rebounds and do the dirty work stuff that we talked about on the last podcast, the But Still podcast. Or you can get a guy who's shooting 38% from three on four to five attempts. Which guy is more valuable to this team? I think you take the shooter. I I think you can get away with gang rebounding with Tyler the way that he rebounds when he's healthy and everybody else contributing. I can see the other side of it because you have shooters on the roster, but they just have not been able to put the ball in the basket. So I think I would go with the shooter. Shooter with size. Throw, throw this comment in from Levi Shaw if you can, Manny. Um, be real. Who do you take right now? Covington, Craig, Bamba, or Crowder? You can only have one, Brady. Uh, possibly Craig, honestly. But I feel like a cost? lot of it would – I would say partly and just because of Spo reasons. Like, like, I think I'd rather Craig than Covington, honestly, at this stage. Uh, but for Spo reasons, he's like the, the guy that plugs into a system. But I feel like most people would probably say Bomba. I don't know if people are saying the cons, but I feel like Bomba is like the, the, just like the big name that I think everybody likes and he's got size and I think every, all the, the agenda to push Bam to the four is going to be thriving at that stage. But I feel like in terms of what Spo would like and what this team needs, it's like Tory Craig is just kind of the, the same type of player. And let's be real because that was, I think that was part of the question was be real. Uh, Kayla Martin moving back to that bench role probably makes that number of kind of three-point percentage jump even more. So you're having all these things surge at once. So I don't know. It's a weird scenario because I feel like to Sean's point, like they need the shooting more than anything, but then it's also like they need still need somebody that can defend because if that shooter is like a guy that is a negative defender, then it's problematic as well because now you're, you're having a bunch of issues that, that kind of didn't happen last year with Tucker. Hey, Manny, can we post Eternal's comment there? Because he's got COVID and he's sending us all his money. Uh, this comes in. Uh, I'm a two-way guy. Wait. Oh, it's why I love Bam, Jimmy, and Oladipo. I think, no, the other comment, although we'll take this one too. Uh, this one comes in from Corbs. Highsmith gives you a small glimpse of how important effective foul forward makes his team look on defense. Now imagine if he could shoot. I mean, Spolster is playing him, basically, to simulate a power forward on defense. Uh, this one comes in uh, Eternal. Bamba is a big that stretches the floor and rebounds. Let me ask this about Mo Bamba because I, this is the part of this I don't understand. He fans are infatuated with him, right? I mean, obviously there was an infatuation with him before he even became a pro. And there's a song about him. Can, can, can someone explain to me why Orlando is not? Can somebody explain why Orlando is not, Sean? Because they, they, they have 12 seven-footers on that team. That's just what I was going to say. They start five centers, I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, I will be honest with you. My uh, my adventure of watching Orlando Magic basketball is pretty slim this year. Um, so, you know, I just think it's he fits that mold of a, a stretch big, the length, the shooting ability. He's young. You put him in our pipeline and develop him. I know I'm, I'm not against it. I just think, I think to Brady's point that, uh, that switchability defense with uh, a guy like Torrey Craig probably fits a little bit better. I mean, Brian Fonseca, our, our partner here at five on the floor and five reasons is saying Orlando can't develop. They are developing a couple of guys pretty well right now. I mean, you know, Franz Wagner and, uh, and Vanchero have been uh, pretty decent, but I, I get it that they haven't developed traditionally over the years. Um, and that's true. Some, some people are saying they don't need real development. So some other names that come in here, uh, Markinen is going to be expensive. 
Kuzma is going to be expensive. I mean, you need to be prepared to extend Kuzma if you're bringing him in. Like he's already decided he's going to test free agency, right? So are you committing when you're pressed up against the tax again and all that money's coming in for Tyler, for Bam, for Jimmy? No. You're going to commit to Kyle Kuzma as the last piece there? I mean, I like his fit too, but that that would be my question about it. Um, How about Jared Vanderbilt? We discussed him. Player. We discussed him. Uh, Alex uh, pipes in here. Magic have too many bigs. That's true. I'm just wondering why he's the big that we're always talking about them moving, because that has been the case. Now they did not. They did not want to extend him. Right? They see him every day. I'm not saying that they've been the best judge of talent, but the Heat fans' fascination with him is interesting to me, considering that Orlando has not seemed uh, particularly interested in in keeping him that long. I, I think, and this is coming in for a lot of people, I think Covington may end up being the, the fallback option here because he does fit the heat in a lot of different ways, even though he slipped in some areas. Now let, I'll go to you on this again, Sean, you saw Covington a lot in Philly, I would guess, right? Way back. Maybe. I did. Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's obviously an older player. When you talk about him and Marcus Morris, I think, your your price for Covington because I don't think he's even in the Clippers rotation right now, right? I mean, he's just not even playing. No. So, I mean, I just don't think the impact that you're going to get out of him is going to be the same as you can get out of those other guys. But I think it's it's probably easier to see what he's going to be. A veteran's a little bit more stable than a younger guy. So it just depends on I think what you're looking for. Is it a one year investment? And I and I'm not familiar with what his contract is, but. Or is it someone we're trying to get in the pipeline and develop as, you know, like the bit, the perfect big next to Bam per se? I am perfect big next to Bam. I think he's, I think he's in his last year of his contract. Is he not? He's a, he's a twelve point three million dollar player. Two years left on his deal. Two years. Um, oh, it's a lot. But it may. I'm checking if there's an option on that contract. But you know, twelve million, they could obviously pull together a couple salaries. But it gets a little difficult, honestly. Like twelve is one of those numbers that's not kind to Miami. Um, because you have that four and a half million dollar Dwayne Dedman salary, but then what do you pair with it to go get a player that makes $12 million? If it isn't Duncan Robinson, the only other guy that makes in the realm of that is Oladipo and you're not going to want to move him. So I don't know. Um, Covington is a, is a weird option unless we're talking Duncan Robinson moves. That's a good way to close here tonight Um, because we started with Oladipo. So let's close with Oladipo. Is it fair to say now after this trip, that he is off the table in trade talks for you guys, because that is one of the contracts we've kind of discussed. We've talked more about Duncan. We've talked about Deadman for sure. We've talked a little bit about Kyle. The other guy they could move is Vic just because of the nature of his contract. Is he off the table? Like, uh, would you, would you be concerned about moving him and him continuing this trajectory somewhere else and regretting it? I mean, if it's a, if it's a lateral move, I feel like he's off the table. But like nobody, Victor Oladipo is not off the table in general. Like nobody on his caliber is going to be off the table by any means. But I feel like I don't see a move that's going to be made where you're going to have to have you're going to have to include Victor Oladipo because I don't think there's going to be a move out there that gets you marginally better that you have to throw him into the mix. So maybe I'm wrong, Greg. Is do you think there's a, there's a move out there that you would have to include him, like one that would actually improve the team? It doesn't matter because if he says no, the Heat can't trade him. Just right. by virtue of his contract, he has a no trade clause. Now, I do think that they probably have conversations with these guys when they give them deals that are going to end up with the type of increases 
that get them no trade clauses that if they'd waive them and do right by that, I, I don't know if they've had those type of conversations. So that's just something to watch. I don't know that Oladipo, um, he would need to do it all the way up to February 9th, I think, to really gain enough equity around the league to really be that valuable more than he would be valuable to what Miami needs him to do for the balance of the playoffs. So I don't really think it's viable to, to look at Oladipo as a trade chip. I don't think he'd want to waive a no trade clause at this point. Like before when his role was in question, he's wanted to be here all along. He stayed here twice. And now he has a fourth quarter, 12 minute role. So I don't, I don't say earlier this season. I thought when he was, cause even in the preseason, I remember interviewing, we all interviewed him in his locker after a game of the preseason, when he played in the preseason before he got hurt uh in the Bahamas and he seemed like he was not comfortable with what his role was going to be but now his role is absolutely critical he's central to this team now like there's no way around that so so there we go I will close with this actually again use the code five at prize picks uh reach out to insurance by lynette.com a lot of you're commenting with uh, lynette here in the comments tonight so uh you can get to know her on a professional level as well and also of course odmpsi.com and, of course, uh, Sean is one of the hosts of Setting the Edge. Uh, so check out betteredge.com. Use that code 5RSN and get $20 free to play peer-to-peer betting, which is totally legal, uh, like a lot of the stuff that you see online. But let's close with this. Um, they're probably going to be 21 and 20 at the at the halfway point. Okay? Brooklyn's coming in. And they've been on fire since they changed coaches and Kyrie committed to the team. Uh, they're 21 and 20. I can tell you that the 06 team, I believe, I think was 21 and 20, uh, through 41 games. So if anybody's looking for a little hope sprout, there it is. I don't think that's necessarily going to happen with this team. Uh, Greg, you called it in the last podcast, one of the more sort of frustrating, disappointing seasons that we've seen. If they make a, a marginal a marginal move to get somewhat better, they, they plug that hole at the power forward somehow. Everybody kind of stays healthy. They fall into place a little bit. I'll get, I'll let I'm gonna we're gonna record this one to see later on. Best case scenario for the final forty one. Uh, Sean, you, Sean. You to, oh, sorry. Yeah, because I know where you're going, Sean. You're looking for a number? You want a, you want a number out of 41? Best case scenario with a roster that is, let's say, somewhat upgraded, but not significantly at the deadline. It's upgraded with, with at least a, a, re, a, a real power forward. So Caleb can go back to what he's he does best. I would say they win somewhere between 21 and 23 games. So put you right around like what, 44 total wins, 45 total wins. Okay, the number in Vegas is now down to 42 and a half. So there we go. Uh, Brady, what do you think? Yeah, I would agree. But if we're talking about best case scenario, I'd probably say 25, maybe. That would probably be best case scenario. Greg? 25 sounds good to me. I'll I'll, I'll go 26 just to be the, the heat apologist that I'm known at and loved as. All right, so 26 and 15, if again, if they lose on Sunday to Brooklyn, we'll get them to 47 and 35. Probably gets them out of the play-in, right? Probably. For sure. For sure. Probably gets them to a six, possibly a five seed. But you can see how razor thin it's going to be here. Like, they they need to play in the second half of the season to get out of that spot. They need to basically, they need, yeah, they they need to go basically 26 and 15, essentially, uh, in the second half of the season. I think this group is capable of it. I don't know if they're committed to it. 
And I'm not entirely convinced that everybody in the organization is committed to it. We will see what they're willing to pay uh, when the trade deadline comes. We are running a countdown. It is nine days until the Dwayne Dedman contract uh, becomes expendable in a trade. Uh, Brady, you're going to count that down every single day at Brady Hawk 305. And, and next episode, however many minutes he plays over Orlando Robinson, that's how much we're going to talk about those incredible minutes that we saw. Minus nine tonight. There we go. Thanks to our producer, Manny Chang. Everybody have a good night. Um, guys will be back on Sunday. Uh, Brady, myself, and Alex will be at the arena after the Dolphins season is ended by the Jets at home. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.